Hey, hey, what's going on out there? Welcome to the program finale of Pop Muse, the pop music trivia show of your favorite stars. And if it's your first time joining us, I mean, this is the very last episode, but <laughs> we scour the internet. That ain't going to be your last time. I so. know, right? We are all over the internet searching for lesser known facts about some of the big names, legends, megastars, or what I always say on every episode, some cool cats from the international and national stage to fill you in on. I'm TJ Reed, and today we decided, as one of my co-hosts mentioned, <laughs> to go out on a high note. Yeah, with a triple whammy. Three artists, three hosts, three times the fun. And I got with me in the studio <laughs> my bro from Guangzhou who had a long hiatus, but definitely but decided to join us. In to practice, a long hiatus, but actually I think according to the show arrangements, people have been hearing my voice like uh, on and off. Yeah, no, it's been a pretty long wait, bro. My brother from a Chinese mother, Yunqi. What's going on, man? Hey, everyone. Um, yeah, well, I was going to say it's nice to be back, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's also nice, I don't know, to say goodbye to this show. <laughs> High and bye, right? High and bye, yeah. <laughs> and on the other side of me, I got another studio collaborator, a pop music enthusiast, Beijing psychotherapist, holder of the Golden Mic Award, my man Liu Yan. What's up, man? Hey, that's a very nice introduction right there. <laughs> but um, I think my favorite part is still the fact that I am a pop music enthusiast. That's how I first started listening, and that's when I first said I'm going to be on that show.、Mm. And here we are. And man, it's been a pleasure. I'm sure that those of you listening out there who have heard Liu Yan on the show can attest to the fact that he is an enthusiast and a great addition to the show. And today we got to jump right into it because we do have three stars, and I got somebody that's really special, probably one of my top musicians of all time. And I don't want to drop anything that's going to spill it too soon, so I'm just going to go ahead and leave you guys with that. One of my top musicians of all time. So yeah, what about you guys? Who you guys got for us?、Uh, I think she's mostly known for her、uh, Chinese sentimental love ballads. Okay. At the same time, she's also got another face, the main singer for a rock band.、Mm. So, Oh, yeah, two different music styles. Okay, okay. Oh yeah, I guess I could give a little bit more since you put it that way. My guy's a hip hop artist, so yeah. Okay, surprise! <laughs> oh, I love that. That's like all the stars have aligned because. First of all, my artist has more than one side.、Mm. She is a hip hop icon, and she's also very good at pop songs.、Mm. So Vinci mentioned、uh, his artist has two sides. So that's you know in accordance with mine. And then you also mentioned hip hop artist. That's in accordance with mine. Oh, so wow. perfect. Yeah, well, let's see if our listeners can figure out who we're hinting at throughout the show. But before we get started, as we always do, we want to drop our disclaimer that everything we find on the show is purely internet based, and some of these facts could be. Outdated. So, if there are any erroneous information, please reach out to us. We would love to hear from you. Right, and, and help us improve our future programs. Yeah. All right. Well, since that's behind us, I'm going to go ahead and jump right into the trivia. So, my facts come from Boombeat, which is a U.S. hip hop online authority, Elite Daily, 
and Wikipedia. So I'm just going to go right through this. This artist was born in Brooklyn, New York. A lot of stars are born in Brooklyn, New York. His mother was a postal worker and his father was a jazz musician. Okay. Uh, in Arabic, his name means helper and protector. His real name or his like nickname for his music career? No, no, no that's his real name. Okay. Uh, he played the trumpet when he was about six years old. But according to this source... His father took it away for fear that it would disfigure his lips. Okay. Yeah. Oh. So yeah, during his childhood, his family relocated to a really, really rough area of New York, um, the borough of Queens. And this is where he met a neighbor and friend and later became a DJ. His name was Willie Graham. And this guy played him hip hop records and pretty much piqued his interest in music. And I guess later on, this could be a really big clue for the fans out there. He later nicknamed his label after this guy because this was his good friend. But he ended up getting shot and killed in that same neighborhood. Just a uh, heads up for the listeners out there. This neighborhood, Queens or Queensbridge, is a really, really rough area. Over-policed, a lot of gang activity, street pharmaceuticals, all kinds of stuff going on in these really, really rough areas. Mm. So, yeah, let's keep it moving here. So with that in perspective, this artist was quite unruly in school and he got suspended for, according to this source, he got suspended for assaulting a classmate with a pencil. Ugh. Yeah. And so he ended up dropping out of school during the eighth grade. So he didn't really even make it to high school. Oh, another quick clue here. As a youngster, he was nicknamed Kid Wave. Kid Wave. Yeah, and if I had to guess what the wave insinuated, I would think that it had something to do with the hairstyle. Because, you okay. know, in the streets, some of the brothers would wear a do-rag on their head. And when they would take it off, their hair would be kind of shaped like uh, the ripples of a wave in the ocean. Hmm. I'm not sure if you've seen it before. but I was picturing a... due to maybe his ethnicity that his hair is naturally curly. So, yeah, yeah, that qualifies too. All right, let's keep it moving. Fact number two, and this is according to Wikipedia. This artist met a producer named Large Professor, and uh, this guy took him to studio sessions while Eric B. and Rakim was recording their iconic album, Let the Rhythm Hit Him. Not sure if you guys heard this album, but this is probably one of the most famous hip-hop albums of all time. Yeah, you he's grinning over here. He's never heard it before. That's okay. That's, 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 what this, that's one more service that this show provides. His debut album that I cannot really say at this time released in the year 1994 all right and this received universal acclaim and is often ranked as one of the greatest hip-hop albums of all time all right um so just this for listeners out there east coast album probably one of the best of all time during this time frame this is gonna set off some sparks some red flags mm -hmm. mr leo's got this little grin on his face over here yeah. he might even already know who i'm talking about <laughs> but we're gonna keep it moving unfortunately even though this album was critically acclaimed it was so heavily bootlegged that the music manager claimed that they found a garage with about 60,000 copies of fake albums out somewhere before it was released. So, and this, during this time, this was a big problem, you know, where music was easy to just copy and steal, unfortunately. Mm. So yeah, that affected sales a little bit, but nonetheless, the album was still a success. Let's move on to fact number three. Uh, according to Wikipedia, his second album was considered commercially successful. It went triple platinum. So he was moving up in the ranks. He collaborated with an iconic MC and vocalist, Lauren Hill. 
on the song that I can't really name at this moment. But he did a lot of music videos with um, Hype Williams, who was a very famous music video producer at that time. And he even did a movie with a member from TLC, Method Man from the Wu-Tang Clan and DMX, one of my favorite rappers. All right. R.I.P. <laughs> R.I.P. indeed. Yeah, I think Mr. Leo's, I don't know, he seems pretty confident about who I'm talking about today. The third album was supposed to be a double disc, but once again, it got bootlegged. And two months before the launch, 13 songs leaked. So they had to revamp it. They had to cut some tracks. They had to do all this stuff and uh, reformat it. And it was significantly less tracks, but the album still was pretty successful. Now, getting on to the stuff that most people will definitely recognize throughout his career, uh, like most notable rappers, he had a lot of highly publicized feuds some of which were with a very famous MC known as Notorious B.I.G. Not sure if you guys have heard of Biggie. Big, mm-hmm. Yes, Biggie Smalls. And there was a song called Kick in the Door that was about him, this, this particular artist. He had an issue with Tupac at some point. And Tupac did a song that referenced him in uh, his album called Against All Odds. And more famously, Jay-Z. And I guess, according to this source, Jay-Z allegedly dated this artist's girlfriend or his child's mother behind his back then he made you know there were some songs that were released which led to you know some you know subliminals i mean there were no direct names mentioned but they were insinuating each other and then eventually this big big diss track came out and then they just started to attack each other so yeah that was uh, i guess you could say iconic in in the world of hip-hop but that beef he actually won so that kind of projected him back into the limelight for his fifth album Uh, We're going to keep it moving with Complex Magazine and Wikipedia. Those are my sources for this fact. So outside of the mic, this guy is also an artist. I guess he painted something and he donated it to Art Basel Miami and uh, he donated the profits to charity. Um, He's a spokesperson and mentor for P-Tones Records, which is a nonprofit for after school programs that focuses on, you know, uh, creating opportunities for poor kids to do music. He did an album that I absolutely loved, and I had no idea that the entire album was donated to charities. He did it with Damien Marley. I'm not sure if you know who that is, but it's one of the sons of Bob Marley, Mm -hmm. the the legend. Mm -hmm. That's pretty much for that fact. I'm going to move on to my last one. The generous one? The generous one? Mm, I don't know. I think I've been pretty generous already. Um... (laughs) Well, not necessarily for people who are not into hip-hop. Well, if they're not into hip-hop, they're not going to know who he is anyway. So I'm not wasting my time there. One of his singles called I Can reworked elements of Beethoven's For Elise. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that correctly, but it's one of Beethoven's most famous songs. That was reworked and he rapped over it and it was a phenomenal single and it charted all across the board in the U.S. This is back in 2003. Um, He notably owns a sneaker store called Midnight Run. This is something he released um, about a decade ago. And Harvard University established a fellowship that he was behind to fund scholars and artists who potentially want to contribute to hip hop. And that's kind of weird for Harvard to do something like that. But anyway, that's all I got, actually. I think I've given the goods on this guy. Of course, I had to leave out a lot of the other stuff for this program. <laughs> but, 
But yes, that's all I have. Uh, this is uh, he's considered one of the most popular greatest MCs in the world of music. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, turn it over to you guys now. Uh, I know Yun Chi is completely clueless. Yeah. Would you like to have a try at least? <laughs> Do you well, want to search course, online? Well, you, you certainly know some, you know, hip hop artists. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. But I think it's kind of pointless if I just throw a <laughs> random name. Yeah, because none of those <laughs> clues tie together for me to, I mean, take me to that name. Interesting. Okay, okay. Well, I think Mr. Liu, uh, why don't you bring up some things that stood out to you, and then you can go ahead and, and throw a name at us. Well, I think this is going to either paint me as very impressive or extremely silly. But I think I got the correct answer, and uh -huh. that was from clue number one. Okay. When you mentioned Brooklyn rapper. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And he is, uh, since he is one of the greatest of all time, I think that solidifies it. Even if you know I don't listen to any of the other clues, I think I got this one. Oh wow! So just from the fact that he was born in Brooklyn. Uh huh. Hmm. Okay. Well, well, I guess the floor is open to you right now. I guess you can go ahead uh, and throw. <laughs> I had better get this one right. So you were talking about the one and only Nas, correct? <laughs> you actually lucked out on this one. Yes, it is. Nas is an American rapper. Rooted in East Coast hip-hop, he's regarded as one of the greatest rappers of all time. His debut album, Illmatic, received universal acclaim upon release and is considered to be one of the greatest hip-hop albums of all time. As I mentioned earlier, About.com ranked him first on their list of 50 greatest MCs of all time in 2014. And a year later, Nas was featured on the 10 best rappers of all time list by Billboard. And I've got lots of tracks that I would love to share. But since we've got so much to share today, I got one of my top favorites and it's called Nas is Like. Let's hear it. A baby's being born, same time a man is murdered, the beginning and end. As far as rap goes, it's only natural. I explain my plateau and also what defines my name. First it was nasty, but times have changed. Ask me now, I'm the artist, but hardcore my signs for pain. I spent time in the game, kept my mind on fame. Saw fiends shoot up and do lines of cocaine. Saw my close friend shot, flatlining my same. That depends, carry Mac 10s to practice my aim on rooftops. Tape CD covers the trees. Line a barrel up with your weak picture and squeeze. Street scriptures for lost souls in the crossroads. To the corner thugs hustling for cars that cost dough. To the big dogs living large, taking it light. Pushing big toys, getting nice. Join your life is what you make it. Suicide, few tried to take it. Belt tied around their neck in jail cells. Heaven and hell, rap legend, presence is felt. And of course, NAS are the letters that spell. Earth, wind, and fire, rims and tires, bulletproof glass inside is the realest driver. Planets in orbit, line them up with the stars. Tarot cards, you can see the Pharaoh Nas. I am Mike, Messiah type. Before the Christ, after the death, the last.
last one left. Let my cash invest in stock. Came a long way from blasting. Text on blocks. Went from Seiko to Rolex. Owning acres from the projects with no chips to large cake though. Dimes given for day zeros, bet my nine spit for the pesos, but what's it all worth, can't take it with you under this earth, rich men died and tried, but none of it worked, they just robbed your grave, I'd rather be alive and paid, before my numbers call, history's made, some will fall, but I rise, thug or die, making choices that determine my future under the sky, to rob, steal or kill, I'm wondering why, it's a dirty game, is any man worthy of fame, my success to you, even if you wish me the opposite, sooner or later we'll all see who the prophet is, not just like life or death, And that was Nas is like. Uh, I guess you could say this is kind of, in my humble opinion, I think this is real hip hop. I'm not a, an expert in hip hop music, but I mm. know this probably that's can classified as. Uh, the old school hip hop, and yeah. I prefer that the rhythm, the beat over. I mean, the more modern hip hop forms. I agree, and I, I like the lyrics. The lyrics are actually speaking on something, and this artist has a gift of storytelling. Yeah, I think it's for speaking English as a second language. I think I just I don't catch most of the lyrics. But yeah. So, yeah, I appreciate I appreciate the melodies and uh, the rhythm the most. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I also agree. I think he has a way with words, and that's what drew me to hip hop in the first place. Because you know, as a language enthusiast in general, it always amazes me that some people can just use wordplay mm, right. and innuendo and all kinds of tricks with the language and somehow combine it to make a fluent song mm. and make that very exciting in terms of melody, in terms of beats, and also in terms of message. So I yes. think that's what drew me to hip hop in the first place. Yeah, yeah. Love this artist. And I'm glad I was able to at least share an, a new artist with uh, Yun Chi here and hopefully to some of our listeners out there. So Yun Chi, who you got for us, man? All right. So we're going to do a... Uh... As we were speaking in the intermission that we're going to do a sandwich thing, so a Western musician, <laughs> a Chinese one, and, uh, and, and Mr. Liu ends with uh, the second Western musician. And of mm. course, I'm in charge of the Chinese one today. And so this one I'm sharing, I'm introducing today, she's, as I mentioned, she's got like two-faced. Both, she's famous for her sentimental love ballads, but at the same time, she actually has a rock band, and I believe that rock band still active to this day okay so yeah. she's a two-face all right yeah two-face even though that term sounds a bit negative <laughs> yeah. a little yeah, bit yeah i was gonna say that yeah. so this artist fact number one she was born in the 1970s so that mm. gives you a rough idea of how old she is right now yeah and she was born to a family of chinese immigrants in malaysia okay, okay. i think that's gonna narrow down the list actually and uh, so this artist just cultivated a, a very stubborn and 
and independent personality in a very young age due to her family, because her dad was actually the vice principal of her primary school.、Mm. So a lot of teachers were telling her that she needed to get very good academic performance because of her dad's like noble experience, and that actually could go different ways on different people. Well, yeah, her dad's like pressuring the teachers, like if you fail my daughter, I am gonna fire you so quick. Is that what that was? That was <laughs> I have、about? no idea. I think it's just the teachers. <laughs> It's just the teachers having unnecessarily high expectation on this artist as a kid, worried about their jobs, and、uh, then that brought her to feeling very forced and uncomfortable of getting so much anticipation from from the teachers. And、uh, then she actually went the opposite way. She wanted to be the baddest student、mm. in the school, so she was like skipping, skipping classes、oh, wow. and all those like bad students' behaviors. And one other thing that influenced her personality from the family is. That she was the youngest daughter in the family of three siblings. Her youngest big brother was already eight years older than her,、uh, and so the youngest. So maybe she was the surprise. <laughs> um, I, 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 I don't know. Maybe it doesn't sound like、so、all the per, all the parental juices kind of went to her older siblings. Maybe right. So her youngest big brother was always looking forward to having a, a little sister or brother, so he can have someone that he can bully,、oh, and、no. that did happen. So I think that's one thing that cultivated her rebellious, stubborn personality. Because according to Sina.com, her and her youngest big brother they were constantly fighting. Oh man. A kid, and、uh, there was actually one time that the big brother was throwing the chair at her, and then she went to the kitchen to grab the kitchen knife, which was stopped by the mother. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, so her interest in music all actually also was cultivated because of this brother, because. Uh, she was listening to a lot of like singers, songwriters' music because of this brother. Because this type of music is her、uh, brother's favorite.、Mm. So there, there's a very famous singer-songwriter contest in Malaysia. It's called Halo Songwriting Competition. So she was making fun of her of this brother because he wasn't able to sign up for the contest、mm -hmm. uh, because he was overaged. So I, I suppose that contest was for teenagers,、mm. and、uh, so in order to get back at, at her, so so, she, so he would tease her because she's too young, and then she teased him back because he's too old. Yeah, 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 that, yeah, that, yeah exactly.、Okay. Then he teased her back, so saying like, if you are so. Oh, you, cool. so yeah, you think you're、badass. awesome? Why don't you? Yeah. yeah, why don't you? Yeah, so that actually forced her because of this sibling, sibling rivalry, sibling rivalry syndrome,、mm. and、uh, so she signed up for this contest, and then she. Came up with a random melody, so she didn't have any musical、oh, background. Oh man, that's. And then she used the essay of her friend to be the lyrics,、mm. and then she found another classmate to be the guitarist. And actually, her music, her very first music creation, made it into the top ten from over one thousand submissions in the second Halo songwriting contest. Oh man, I bet her brother was pissed. He was like, <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So that's a big winning for a big prize, big score for the little sister. Okay, so that was number fact number one. Okay, and fact number two. So she went alone to Taipei at the age twenty-one to start her music career alone. Since she entered the show business in two thousand one, she has got eighteen nominations to the Golden Melody Award. And eighteen,、uh, uh, eighteen、huh? nominations.、Oh, her brother's still steaming right now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do an interview. Let's invite her brother for an interview. 
So she's not the throw. one. He's going to attend and throw another chair at her. <laughs> Let's keep an eye on those kitchen knives. And so this artist, she's not the one with most awards, but she's got the most categories. Mm. Of awards, she has won the Golden Melody Awards for five times,、mm. and each time it's in a different category. category. Wow, that's actually really impressive. Yeah, yeah,、mm. yeah, yeah. So sounds sounds not, intentional. Yeah, yeah. She's not like I'm. I'm not gonna win this award for the second time. <laughs>、mm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Now I'm gonna. I think as Mr. Liu would call it, a generous tip. <laughs> so one of her songs that I find interesting is not mo- her most famous song,、mm. but、uh, it's an eccentric name. Love song. It's called、uh, "Air Raid Shelter." Air raid shelter, shelter?、Like, or bombproof shelter. You know, to okay. Yeah, air raid is like missiles. And, yeah, missile. You know, it airplanes. Is. It is exactly that that name.、Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Yeah, air raid shelter. So it, it's like a description of like um. So th- this air raid is like a metaphor for people that they can protect themselves in a relationship because people might like hurt each other. If、mm-hmm. you get if you're getting too close, they can adjust. Their distance, adjust their intimate relationship with each other. Okay, I, I find that quite interesting. To me, it sounds like the world is coming to an end, and yeah, it makes you know, the we, relationship we... sounds too. <laughs> I don't know. Harmful. <laughs> Sounds apocalyptic. Like you know, the world's coming to、exactly. an end, but no matter what happens, we still got each other. We got this shelter. Yeah, it kind of reminds、out. me of that music video from like "I Love the Way You Lie," like people hurting each other <laughs> <laughs> in a fire. That one's about domestic violence. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. similar. Yeah. So,、uh, coming back to this artist, so as I mentioned, she's got like two faced. Even though she's been known. By most people, for her love ballads with these gentle and、mm. sentimental melodies,、But、she throws kitchen knives.、So、watch out! She's always had that、uh, rebellious, cool side of her. So in 2007, she formed a rock band, and then the band was briefly named as D Power, and that was a wordplay in Mandarin because the translation of D Power will be idiot, moron. <laughs> Because <laughs> 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 Mr. Liu was a Dina, right? D Power, Dino. So that band was renamed to <laughs> Buddha Jump in Buddha 2000, Jump in 2011. And I was reading about this band, so I, I think it doesn't sound much better. Buddha Jump. I mean, what does that insinuate? Yeah. I, I, so the way that I'm reading this. And from some materials, is that they think their rock music is so good that they that they can make the the Buddhas jump or with the music. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and、uh, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah your music、of. is so good; it's gonna make the yeah, Buddha yeah. jump. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's pretty good. This is the band that got her the Best Music Group Award in the Golden Melody Awards in 2015. Okay. okay? To give you a taste of the music of, from this group, so some of the names of the music is like、uh, "None of Your Business." Actually, <laughs> actually, all these three examples start with "No." <laughs> In their names, I just realized. So it's "None of Your Business," "No One's Listening," "Non-Essential." Sounds like she's talking to her brother. Twenty years later, I'm still digging. <laughs> I'm still, I'm still holding a grudge. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so the very last one, the very last one, the most generous one, because everybody would know this because it was a internet sensation for for a while, and、mm-hmm. this is according to Sohu.com,、uh-huh. or just according to the internet in general. So this artist is not the type with a household name, but she is the type with household music. 
mm. you know. So the one that you can hum the the melodies, but you don't know where this song came from. Oh. Yeah, there was previously there, there was one time we were humming that song like you had a bad day. Everybody knows that lyrics and the melody. But Actually, I don't know the lyrics either. I just. <laughs> I know no, the, you just know that the that, melody, but that single line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't yeah, know yeah. that single line of, of lyrics. Yeah, so she's the, this type. Yeah, she's got a lot of music that people can hum them. But the you melodies. normally do that with like one-hit wonders. You know, people like have a, a track or two that's popular and then I they disappear. Yeah, she's so. Got, she's got several. Okay. So the song that pushed her to like from this fan group to a wider, a broader general public is a song that was actually released in 2001, and that song went viral years later. And what year was that? I think it was in 2018. So that was 17 years later. Wow, that's weird. So it was during the concert for, and she was performing this music, obviously, and then she passed the mic to. A fan、mm-hmm. at the front, so like sing along section, right?、Mm-hmm. Sing, yeah, sing, sing with 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 the fans and the, and the audience. But that guy turned out to be completely tone deaf. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can see where this is going. And off tune. So like, so even himself was like laughing the whole time when when he was singing there. And so she was shocked <laughs> at, at first for like a few seconds, and then she later she had to like keep pinching her thigh because she was laughing. But she needed to finish that song, so like she was like pinching her thigh to stop herself from laughing. And okay, that's an interesting strategy. I never heard of that. Yeah, it was later found out that guy is actually a member of like her loyal fan club.、Mm. Like, so other people from that fan club like know that he is a bad singer, so <laughs> they pushed him out. Oh wow, <laughs> oh, they were bad. That's cold, they were cold-blooded. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, so that's why this guy was noticed by this audience. So she just randomly picked a bad choice. So regardless of this horrible scene and this, I don't know, comedy in the, in the concert, this guy actually accomplished something that no other fans can ever accomplish. He single-handedly made, made that song popular, made that song and his idol famous throughout the whole internet. Yeah, you said 17 years later, so that's yeah, I've never yeah, heard of a song that was popular that long ago and then comes back out of nowhere and becomes viral. That's、uh, yeah, and so this music video from. That concert has become the top search result. So on YouTube, on Billy Billy. <laughs> oh man! So when you look up this artist's name, it's, <laughs> it's linked to this guy, huh? This concert, <laughs> the guy、uh, that can't sing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that would cost like、uh, I don't know, and the agent company like、uh, tens of millions of dollars yuan, yeah, <laughs> to accomplish the same result. Yeah. So that's quite impressive for for this fan, even though it's he didn't mean it.、Mm. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's the perfect illustration for this Chinese phrase "wu xin cha liu liu cheng yin." Like you were not being intentional about it, but somehow it just all the stars aligned, and、mm. the result was really good. Interesting. Okay.、Yeah. All right. Well, I'm completely clueless about who this would be. I just know that this person is、uh, from Malaysia, right? Yes. And then went to uh, uh, Taipei or Taiwan area to promote her music, right? To develop her music career. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, um, Mr. Liu, I'm yeah. kind of looking at you over here. <laughs> um, I think I know exactly who this is. <laughs> would you agree that everybody probably would know that music video of that fan ruining her song? <laughs> yes, to But a large butchering extent. Butchering her song, huh? <laughs> to a large extent. Uh, the thing is, I don't think I can remember her Chinese name. At oh, least not not yeah. 100% sure. But she's Penny, right? Okay. So yeah. let, let me see if I can... Um, Remember her Chinese name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> you just is it, is it Dai Peini? All right, yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh, I guess I should have waited uh, like a few seconds for like, the sound effect. <laughs> But okay, yeah. So the the name of this singer is uh, Dai Peini, Malaysian Chinese singer songwriter, uh-huh. and uh, so she's got the perfect name, the perfect Chinese name that can be perfectly translated into English. Oh, okay. And her English name is Penny Dai. Is Penny? Mm-hmm. Okay. Die, huh? Yeah, sounds like that. Sounds like a, <laughs> yeah. a curse yeah. from from, a, from her brother. Penny, <laughs> you probably teased her about that too. <laughs> yeah, so Penny, she's won five Golden Melody Awards. So mostly known with her music, including How's That, Zen Yang, and uh, 你要的爱, the Love You Want, right? The Love You Want, uh. and uh, Cinderella, Cinderella. Uh, <laughs> and uh, to be honest, I'm not a big fan of the love ballads, so I'm not going to share her soft, gentle music today. <laughs> Appreciate that. And the reason that why I'm introducing her is that recently I found out she's got a very bluesy song, mm. and that's the reason that I—that's actually the reason that I'm introducing her today. Okay. And that song is called "Wang Tian Fei" or "Flying Ahead." Sounds good. Let's hear it. Hey, 
Flying Ahead by Penny Dial. Yeah, that definitely sounds. It has a strong blues element to it. The uh, harmonica, blues guitar, and the guitar, and um, I think that her voice sounds just really feminine. And I just like how she put herself into the、uh, the vocals.、Uh, I have to say, I wasn't a big fan of Dai Penyi in general. Me either. But yeah, yeah the songs you picked. Yeah, <laughs> how exciting this episode!、Too. I know, right? <laughs> no, 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 not excited、no. about her. <laughs> no, my point was, but the songs、yeah. you picked,、uh, they they do stand out,、um, especially the the bluesy one, the, yes, the one, yeah, yes, you really like the sentimental ballads. They can just、uh, disappear among all the sentimental Chinese songs. Yeah,、mm. and also I'm just amazed that her enunciation is like second to none. You don't have to look at the lyrics at all. You can just completely understand everything she is singing,、right. and that certainly adds to your appreciation of the song because you don't have to exert the energy to、yes. try and figure out what was that, what was that. Yeah, so I really appreciate that too. Yeah, which is a quality not every singer has.、Mm, unless, of course, you just don't understand Mandarin, then you're just not going to get it either way. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking from a non-Mandarin speaker. Yeah. All right, Mr. Liu, I think you are up next, man. Why don't you go ahead and drop it on us? Who you got? Yeah, the last part of the sandwich. Okay, so we'll get right to it. Clue number one from Wikipedia and Billboard. This artist has eight American Music Awards, twelve BET Awards, four Billboard Music Awards, and five MTV Music Video Awards. BET looks like this person is black, so that that's a clue for me. Yeah, that's a really, very the, correct answer. Black Entertainment、name? Television. Okay. Yeah.、Oh. And she has received a total of ten Grammy Awards nominations. But unfortunately, she has yet to win one.、Mm, okay. But that's not throwing shade at her. It's just unfortunate. And in 2010, she became the first female solo artist to have seven songs on the Billboard Hot 100 simultaneously. And in 2017, she broke the record for most Hot 100 entries by any female artist. Surpassing Aretha Franklin,、mm. and、wow. in 2018 she became the first female artist to accumulate 100 entries on the Hot 100. Okay, to 2018,、uh, mm-hmm. so she's relatively new. Uh oh, that that that's not looking good for me. No, in 2018 she accumulated 100. So she started appearing on the chart way before that. Okay, 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 yeah,、mm-hmm. okay. I'm still in the game. All right. Yeah, I missed that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, she held this record for most Hot 100 entries by a female artist until it was broken in December 2020 by Taylor Swift.、Mm-hmm. That Taylor Swift.、Oh. Yeah,、uh-huh. that Taylor Swift, who is everywhere <laughs> except for pop music. <laughs> <laughs> True. No, obviously, no, no, no. obviously, this episode is. Not about Taylor Swift, so she yeah, hasn't made it onto the show. Oh,、uh, right. Okay, clue number two. This is from All Music, The New York Times, and Rolling Stone. This artist is known for her animated rapping style and unique flow. Her rapping is distinctive for its speed and the use of alter egos and accents. Primarily British Cockney, 
She often both sings and raps in her songs, and has made use of metaphors, punchlines, and wordplay. She is immensely proud of the fact that she and Drake are proving that rappers can come from any background.、Hmm. That's her original words.、Hmm. At one point, you had to sell a few kilos to be considered a credible rapper, but now it's、wow. like Drake and I are embracing the fact that we went to school, we love acting, we love theater, and that's okay. And it's especially good for the black community to know that that's okay, that's embraced. Okay, I've got two questions.、So、the first one that she, when she said that rappers can come from any background, so what specifically did she mean with her background? I think she was trying. I mean, this is just.、Uh, I'm not sure who this person is, but I think she's trying to insinuate that most hip hop artists come from very humble or really rough、okay. backgrounds,、mm-hmm. and clearly she's not. So、yeah. I think that she's trying to say that、oh, okay, I'm I'm decent. I didn't at what sell I anything.、Do. Yeah, I didn't sell anything. I didn't. I'm not involved in you know this or that. Yet I could still make good records. But I don't know who she is. So I I, I you know I'm I'm still kind of in the dark with and, that. And one of her styles that kind of piqued my interest was that she was singing with alter ego. How does that sound in rap music? Well, oh, of- you can just、uh, adopt a different personality and. Maybe use a fake British accent on that personality. Oh,、ah, okay. So、Faking、yeah, an accent.、Mm-hmm. So people can understand that it's not really you singing in that verse; it's somebody else. Yeah, there's a lot、AKA、of her artists、ego. who have、yeah. alter egos in music. You know, Beyonce, I okay, think, has one. The, and, Sasha Fierce. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the first time I'm hearing this. <laughs> okay. Okay. On to clue number three. This is from Wikipedia and wrap up. One of her most well-known、uh, alter egos is a demon inside her named Roman Zelansky. Zelansky, of course, is named after film director Roman Polanski、mm. with modified surname. And Roman has been that's a controversial、uh, controversial director. Director, yeah, yeah. At one point, he was banned from entering the United States,、mm-hmm. and we will not get into the reason why that、mm-hmm. was. <laughs> so, Roman has been compared to Eminem's alter ego, Slim Shady. And on this song called "Roman's Revenge," this artist and Eminem collaborated with each other as their alter egos. Oh wow, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool.、Mm-hmm. I mean, I, it would be kind of nice to hear. Slim Shady again. So moving on to the next clue. This is from Rolling Stone. Obviously, she was not born in the United States, and I'm not going to mention where because that's like too big a clue. Well, one of the places of British influence because、um, if you're saying that her alter ego raps in a British accent,、mm. so yeah, it has to be <laughs> that has to be part of it.、Uh, well, keep guessing. So, in her own words, when I first came to America, I would go in my room and kneel down at the foot of my bed and pray that God would make me rich so that I could take care of my mother. Well, she said that because her father was a violent drug addict and once set their house on fire while her mother was inside.、Mm. So she always had this desire to protect her mother、mm. and to make sure that herself and her siblings were safe. Jeez, what、and、is it with some of these fathers? Yeah,、um, exactly. On this program, we've talked about some fathers. So many broken fathers. Yeah, seriously.、Mm-hmm. And this artist has no qualms about sharing these stories, even though her father. Would certainly have preferred that she not share their history. Well, it's the price you pay when you abuse drugs and alcohol, according to this artist. Maybe one day your daughter will become famous and talk to every magazine about it. So think about that. 
dads out there who want to be crazy. Mm. <laughs> well, I thought that was <laughs> a bit that mirrors, cheeky, but yeah. certainly has some truth in it. Yeah, I think that mirrors the sentiment. Just the fact that yeah, sometimes、uh, you, you never really know what influence you're going to make on your child. You know whether it's positive or negative, so it's just something to keep in mind when you're trying to father、Coming、or to father. mother. Yeah. And on to the next clue. This is from Billboard and Vibe magazine. So this artist has revealed in interviews that she had an abortion as a teenager. In her songs, all things go in autobiography. So these songs are not super famous. That's why I can name the songs. She has said that although it has haunted her, she stands by her decision. When she was 19, she worked as a waitress at a Red Lobster in the Bronx, but was fired for discourtesy to customers. So apparently, she was quite fiery.、Mm. She said she was fired from at least 15 jobs for similar reasons, and other jobs included customer service representative and office management on Wall Street.、Mm. I did not see that coming, but I was not surprised because she is. To this very day, still very fiery.、Mm. You can say that she she's kind of like a firecracker. Okay, okay. I think if I... you get on her、uh, nerves and then she decides to do a diss track,、mm. she can totally destroy you. Okay, all right. Any clue?、Uh, there's something dancing around in my head right now, but、um, okay,、uh, there's, a, there's a possibility. Yeah. Okay. Moving on to the next clue.、Um, this is actually what I would call. You know the generous one,、mm-hmm. and this is from her Chinese fans. Her Chinese nickname is Spicy Chicken. It came about for two reasons mainly. That's a good tip for for Chinese. Yeah. So I said very <laughs> generous, extremely generous. But you, this fact is excluding TJ because. <laughs> but but I think TJ probably、know. figured out who the、oh, artist、okay. was. Possibly, but, possibly. But but this one I think is more like for Vinci. <laughs> Thanks for the generous. <laughs> so as I was saying,、uh, this nickname came about for two reasons. Number one. Her surname, and by surname I, I mean the stage name, not her real name. Her surname sounds very similar to the Chinese word for spicy chicken.、Mm. And the second reason is she is known for being spicy. Like I said, she's a firecracker.、Mm, she is、perfect. never afraid to speak her mind, and she has caused plenty of controversy over the years. Here's an extra tip: she was once on this reality show as a judge, and she famously got into a huge row with Mariah Carey. And then she says something like, "Oh, if I got something in my hand, I would totally off her."、Mm-hmm. Something to that effect. Yeah, I don't watch those shows, so I missed that one. But、um, okay, I, I I think I have someone <laughs> in mind.、Uh, I don't know. There's a lot of people that I think that can fit that description. Yeah, I mean, then Mr. Liu, Liu has left the good, the appropriate amount. Okay, okay. So I have a question for you about this person.、Mm. Is it difficult to find music that we can play on the show for this artist? For regular music fans, yes, it's very difficult. Obviously, because she raps with explicit language. But for diehard fans, it's not difficult because, as I said, she also has a lot of pop songs,、mm-hmm. and those songs don't really have foul language.、Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that doesn't help me at all. Yeah, there's, there's, there's two people. There's two people why, that I'm thinking about. But that's why it's good to have a dramatic ending because you're gonna have to choose between two significant <laughs> options. And this guy gets a really good clue where he knows exactly who it is. <laughs> yeah, he does. Yeah, I don't know any of those stories, but I just need one that's yeah thing. <laughs> no, the extremely generous tip, and then he's got it covered. 
Okay, so that's the end of your trivia. Okay. Yeah, so uh, it all hinges on you. Okay. Well, um, I was trying to. You mentioned the surname, and you know, it sounds like spicy chicken. I don't know what spicy chicken is in Chinese. <laughs> I know Jiro is chicken, and I know spicy is la. Mm-hmm. So la Jiro, uh, but uh, that doesn't sound like anyone that Go for I the know. Syllables. Yeah. You said la and uh, G. Uh-huh. So, so the um, actual Chinese word is malaji. Malaji. Okay. So then Look that the syllable. That okay. But see if you hadn't have said that, <laughs> I wouldn't have got it. Because to me that doesn't sound like her name at all. So so Mr. Liu just gave me a really big hint right now. And I think I tried to do a little bit of research on this star in the past. And so when you mentioned that the father uh, tried to burn down uh, the, house. the house with her mother in it, mm-hmm. that was a something that I never forgot. So that's why I felt that I might know who this artist mm-hmm. is. And I think she also has a lot of different um, hair colors. True. In her, yeah. So yeah. I, that's something else that he neglected to mention, which well, I think that's really telling, right? So you kind of withheld that. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Nicki Minaj. What about you? <laughs> Same answer, of course. <laughs> yes. You both got it right. Nicki Minaj. A lot of people say she is the queen of rap or the greatest female MC of all time. I think it's always going to be very controversial. Because yeah. when it comes to the ability to spit a verse, everybody has a different opinion. But what I can say for sure is that she does have the record when it comes to most uh, songs that charted on Hot 100 singles before Taylor Swift dethroned her. Oh, and that's always going to be something quite amazing. So let's just stick with that. Uh-huh. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to hearing a track that you find to be really, you know, something representative, representative of her work. Why don't you uh, share that with us? Okay. I got a song I'd like to share from this artist. And it's Marilyn Monroe. It's not one of her famous songs, but like I said, it showcases her pop side to perfection. And it's also one of her biggest influences. I mean, Marilyn Monroe. All right. Well, I think for those of us who haven't heard that, I think I think maybe everyone's heard it probably except for me. But I'm looking forward to hearing it myself. You know, it's funny thing about music. Sometimes you think you haven't heard it and then you hear the melody and you're just like, oh, yeah, I've heard this song. Yeah, yeah. And I want to thank our listeners for, you know, tuning in and listening. Yeah. Shout and- out to our 23 <laughs> listeners out there. Thank you for sticking with this program. Either way, we do this for you and we hope that you'll keep an eye out and look for us in uh, different programs because we will be all over um, you know, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and different programs, different styles. Yeah, thanks again. And um... <laughs> uh, I'm TJ Reed. And uh, I'm the sobbing one. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> And I am your leader. No, I'm just kidding. I'm New Yen. Take it easy, folks. And yeah, we'll see you around.
Come down. Come down. 